If you enjoy listening to Turning Point with David Jeremiah, you'll be happy to hear that there is now a daily Turning Point television broadcast that you can watch each weekday. Tune in to Faith TV, Joy TV, or Miracle Channel Monday through Friday to watch the Turning Point daily television broadcast. Be sure to check your local listings for the channel and time in your area. Or visit davidjeremiah.ca forward slash TV to download a program schedule or watch at your convenience. That website again is davidjeremiah.ca forward slash TV. Satellites, GPS systems, and other technologies give you warnings to help you drive without getting lost. For the rest of your life, there's the Bible. Today on Turning Point, Dr. David Jeremiah takes a closer look at the warnings, rewards, and other qualities that make God's Word such an effective life navigation tool. With the conclusion of his message, a book that will change your life, here's David. I want to thank you for joining us today and for your faithfulness throughout the entire month of September. We started out teaching the life of Elisha, and um, we're ending up talking about some of the important passages in the Bible that focus on the truth of God's Word. Tomorrow here on Turning Point, we begin a brand new study called Where Do We Go From Here? Looking at some of the social issues that we're facing in our country today. And the subtitle of the series is How the Prophecies of Tomorrow Help You Understand the Problems of Today. You will be surprised that the things the prophets talked about happened in the future. Some of those things are happening right now. This is an important book with an important message for all God's people. I hope you will be sure to listen to the teaching of this material on the radio. It begins tomorrow right here on this good station. And today's the last day you can order your calendar. Um, the calendar which is presented every September is for 14 months beginning in November of 21 and goes all the way through 22. It's a beautiful wall calendar that is it's just beautiful because the photography is so beautiful. And uh, you'll be blessed to follow the theme of this calendar, which is moving toward hope. We'd love to send it to you. We have one with your name on it. All you have to do is send your gift to Turning Point today. This is the last day. Get your letter in the mail today and be sure and ask for your calendar when you send your gift. Well, let's get started. This is the last edition of Turning Point for this month, and we're going to continue our discussion of the importance of the Bible. The Bible will lift your spirit. It will buoy you up. It will give you a sense of joy. Sometimes when you read the Bible in certain places, you want to shout out loud, even though you're all by yourself. If you read the Word of God, you will literally find yourself experiencing almost the whole gamut of emotions. But mostly you will find yourself with a spirit of joy because the Word of God lifts you up into the presence of who God is and helps you see yourself as God has made you to be and gives you hope in your life. You remember the story in the book of Luke about the two men who were walking on a road to Emmaus and the Bible says as they walked along they were talking about how they had hoped that this one who had been crucified was going to be their Savior, the one who would help them. And all of a sudden, as they walk, they're joined by a third person. And lo and behold, they don't know this, but it's the Lord Jesus Christ himself, the risen Lord. And the Bible tells us as they walked along, they were confused and concerned. And as they began to talk with Jesus and tell him about their thoughts, 
they began to hear him teach, and the Bible says he taught them the Scripture. I wish I could have heard that message, what he taught them from the Old Testament. And the Bible says that, well, let me just read to you what Luke 24 says about that moment. And they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the Scriptures to us? Have you ever had that experience? You're reading the Bible and you're going through something and all of a sudden you come to this passage and the Word of God just is almost like it becomes alive in your heart and your heart burns with the truth, the encouraging truth of God's Word. One day, an Australian woman named Darlene Sheck was battling depression and discouragement. It was back in 1993, to be exact, and, and her burdens were almost so overwhelming to her, she despaired of life. There seemed no solution for the problem she was facing, but her family had become a Christian family, and Darlene had begun to learn the power of God's Word. So that day she reached for her Bible and she began to read it and she came to Psalm 96 which says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth for the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea roar and all of its fullness. As she poured over Psalm 96, the Lord began to use his word to meet her innermost needs. And nearby was an old piano that Darlene's parents had given to her when she was five years old. Going over to the bench, she began improvising a song based on Psalm 96. And as she praised the Lord from Psalm 96, her depression began to lift and her faith and her joy returned. It never dawned on her that day that the song she wrote would become one of the most popular praise and worship songs of all time. Shout to the Lord she wrote. And when we sing that song, we need to remember that it was written by someone who was depressed until she read the Psalms. And the Word of God buoyed her up and gave her that wonderful song of praise. That's what God's Word will do. The Word of God will rejoice your heart. It will restore your soul and renew your mind and rejoice your heart. And the Bible will also refocus your vision. Notice verse 8. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. God's Word will give you clarity of vision. It will help you see things. Now, we all see, but do we really see things as they are? Or our eyes, have they been clouded by the things around us? By our own prejudices? by our own determinations, by our own experiences, by our own background. What I've discovered in the Bible is the Word of God cuts right through all of that and helps you see what really is true. It disposes of some of the things that you might think life is all about. As you know, we live in a world where we are constantly and consistently denying reality in some way. All of us do that. We fill our lives with entertainment. We pack everything we can into our busy days. We deny the reality about the world around us. We deny the reality about ourselves. We deny the reality about our relationships. But the Bible will not let you do that. If you consistently read the Word of God, it will constantly bring you back to reality. The Bible, we are told, is like a mirror. When you look into it, it helps you to see yourself. And it's just like looking in the mirror every day for all of us. Sometimes what you see, it doesn't make you real happy. But when you see it, 
it causes you to want to make changes, doesn't it? At least hopefully. And in the New Testament, it says if a person looks into the mirror and he doesn't make any changes, he's a foolish person. The Bible is a mirror that helps you see yourself as you really are so that you can become the person you want to be. If you constantly live in a state of denial, you will never change. You will always think you're something that you're not, but the Bible won't let you do that. When you read the Word of God, it will refocus your vision. Here's the next one. The Bible will refresh your life. Psalm 19.9 says, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Later in another psalm, the longest psalm in the Bible, Psalm 119, verse 9, the psalmist asks this question, How can a young man cleanse his way? And he answers his question, By taking heed according to your word. It's hard to understand unless you've experienced it, but the Bible is a cleansing agent. When you read the word of God, it shows you where dirt is in your life and helps you to get rid of it. It washes your heart. It renews you. And when you read the Word of God and you respond to it, you have a sense of being clean before God. The Word of God is a cleansing agent. It will refresh your life. And then the next one is that the Bible will replace your doubts. It says the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Did you know that in this life there's hardly anything you can say for sure? This is true. But every part of God's book is true, all of it from the beginning to the very end. And I don't say that as an arrogant Southern Baptist preacher. I say it as a man who has studied this book and has watched in history over the years as minds far more brilliant than mine have tried to destroy the Bible and every time they make an attempt, they fail. And in essence, many of them end up becoming followers of Christ which says anyone who takes the time to independently study the evidence for the historicity and inspiration of the Word of God will ultimately come out on the right side. You don't have to ever be afraid of that. When you read the Bible, you can have the confidence that it has withstood centuries of attempts to discredit it, but it still stands strong, unbending, irrefutable as God's holy Word to you and me. The Word of God will replace your doubts. You don't have to doubt about that. You have to doubt about a lot of things, but you'll never have to doubt about the truth of the Word of God. This is God's truth. And then the Bible will reorder your values. Notice verse 10. It says, More to be desired are the words of God than gold, yes, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. One writer I read put it this way. If you have a choice between the Word of God and gold, choose the Word of God. If you have a choice between the Word of God and much gold, choose the Word of God. If you have a choice between the Word of God and much fine gold, choose the Word of God. The point is plain. The benefits of knowing and doing the Word of God are greater than all that money could ever buy. So if you're tempted to read the stock page before you read the Bible in the morning, remind yourself this is not shrewd behavior. It's like the child who chooses the penny over the dime because the penny is bigger. Adults look on and shake their heads and try to teach the children how to see what is really more valuable. There is no doubt 
that this is the way the angels in heaven look down at childish businessmen who study the stock page before they study the Bible. There is a difference, however. The benefits of the Word of God over the benefits of gold are far greater than ten to one. They are eternal. If you study the Word of God, you will learn how to be a good businessman. It's not saying that you can't be successful and productive as a businessman, but you will be a businessman who has your house in order and your life in order and your mind in order and your priorities in order, and therefore you won't be spoiled by your success. You will be blessed by it and use it as a means of blessing others. That's what the Bible will do for you. And the Bible will redirect your path. Psalm 19.11 says, Moreover, by the Bible's words, your servant is warned. How many of you know the Bible's not just a lot of good things, but the Bible's a lot of warnings too? You say, well, that's the part I don't like about it, Pastor. I don't like all those warnings. Well, you don't like the warning when you see it, but you wished you'd have watched it when you fall over the cliff, right? That's really the issue. And that's what the Word of God is. The Word of God is the warning at the top of the cliff to keep you from going over the edge. It will also help you if you fall and help be lifted up again, but how much better it is not to have to be there. And when we come to the Word of God with integrity and we say, Lord, show me the things that I need to be aware of. Show me your warnings. Make me sensitive to them. The Word of God will faithfully keep you off a lot of dead-end streets. Oh, how I know this to be true. Here is a prayer that King David prayed in this very psalm. Listen to it. Keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. And then I shall be blameless, and I shall be innocent of great transgression. That's a great prayer. Lord God, keep me from sin presumptuous sin. You know, presumptuous sin is sin that you do when you know you're doing wrong. Don't get caught up in that. I mean, all of us have secret faults we don't know about, and the Lord has to show us that we have things in our life that are not good. But but many of the things that ruin our lives are things we know are wrong, and we do them anyway. We're presumptuous. And you wouldn't believe the things people tell me as a pastor. Well, I know it's wrong, pastor, but when I get done, I'm going to ask the Lord to forgive me. That's presumption. Don't do that. When the Bible tells you not to do something, don't do it. And you'll be so glad when you see the end of it that you didn't do it. If we could only see how painful it is at the bottom of the cliff, we would take great time to look at the warning signs at the top. And the Bible is filled with warning signs to help us so that we don't have to experience the pain of disaster in our lives. And so God gives us warnings. And finally, the Bible will reward your obedience, Psalm 1911. And in keeping them, there is great reward. You know, the happiest people you'll ever find on the face of God's earth are people who know Jesus Christ and have made their commitment to follow him wherever he takes them. And by doing so, they understand that the source of their instructions is the Bible, the Word of God. When you come to this church, the reason why I never do anything but open the Scripture is because I have nothing better that I can give you. There's not anything else that I could do here in this pulpit that I know would have a greater impact on your life. 
I know that you come to this church because you love the Word of God. And you know when you come that I'm going to do my best to nourish you up in the Scripture every day, every time. If I knew there was something better that could help you, I would give it to you if I thought it was pleasing to the Lord. But God has given us this one book, and he has said in this book is everything you need for godliness and righteousness and holiness and happiness in your life. And we keep skirting around it. We keep moving away from it. And in our churches today, in a massive way that some of you would be shocked if you knew, evangelical churches are moving away from the centrality of the Word of God, replacing it with market research and all kinds of stuff that has no possibility of ultimately helping people in eternal ways. So, men and women, the reason we've spent all this time trying to help you understand the Bible is because we believe this is the best thing we could ever do, the most important thing we could ever do for you. It's the best thing that's ever happened in my life. If you will take it seriously, if you will get really serious about this book, it will change your life. It's a transforming book. Julius Hickerson was a promising young doctor who could have enjoyed a comfortable life in the United States. But he felt God calling him to serve as a missionary in Colombia, ministering to souls as well as to bodies. And so, against the counsel of his friends and his associates, who thought he was crazy, he went to Colombia as a medical missionary. And he himself must have wondered the same, after two years, he couldn't point to even one visible person who had come to Christ as a result of his missionary endeavor. In fact, if you wanted to write a tragedy, you might write a tragedy about the life of Julius Hickerson. His life ended when he was killed in a plane crash attempting to take supplies to a remote village. And you might be tempted to ask, was it really worth it? What a waste. A man with all of this education goes to this mission field, can't respond with any answers to how many people have come to Christ because he doesn't know of any. And then in the process of delivering supplies to a remote village, his life is taken in a plane crash. But in the wreckage, the natives discovered a well-marked Bible in their language. And the natives began to read it. And they told others, what they had read, and before long, they read it. And then churches began to sprout up from the converts made from one well-marked copy of the Bible. The Southern Baptists, who had sent that missionary there, did not know what was happening. And so they put together a plan to send some new missionaries to take the place of Julius Hickerson. It took them a while to get it together, but when they sent their first missionary team back into the area, they discovered that they weren't needed. The place had already been fully evangelized. When the missionaries asked how it had happened, the Colombians went and pulled out the Bible they had found in the wreckage of the plane, and on the inside of the cover was the name Julius Hickerson. Kind of reminds you that probably God doesn't even need us, if you want to say that. All he needs is the Word. That one copy of the Word of God changed that entire culture after the missionary was no longer there. 
We've had the experience of watching some of that happen. We were privileged to be a part of translating the Bible into a number of languages and watching what God does when the Bible is finally available in the language of the people. In the Yemi Yemi tribe of Papua New Guinea was a whole core of people. Not only did they not have a copy of the Bible, listen to this, they didn't even have a written language. There was no way to give them a Bible because they had no language to write it in. And two of our missionaries, two young people, went there along with some others. They created a language for the Yembe Yembe tribe. Then out of the language they created, they translated the Bible into the newly created language. And they taught the people to read. And they taught the people to read by reading the Word of God. And they taught them the Word of God. And today, more than 60% of all the people in that tribe have become Christians because of the power of the Word of God. Isn't that something? And when I think of it, I, 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 I had in my hands a couple of weeks ago a copy of the Yemi Yemi Bible. I couldn't understand any of it. But I was so thrilled just to hold it in my hands because that book, this book, changed an entire culture. If that book can do that there, what do you think would happen if we'd allow it to take over in our lives here? W.A. Criswell preached a message that we will never forget. He was talking about how when you go to college, sometimes if you're not careful, the skeptical professors will steal the Word of God out of your heart if you don't know what you're really talking about. And to illustrate it, he had a copy of the Bible, and he said, they just take it away from you. I was sitting on the front row, and he threw the Bible, and it landed in the front of the aisle right there. He says, they just take it away from me, and he threw the Bible out. I've never seen anybody do that before. It certainly got our attention. And then he talked about how we need to teach our young people the Word of God, how we need to ourselves know the Word of God, how we need to cherish the Word of God, and as he got to the end of his message, he came down and he walked over to where that book, I'll never forget this. He picked it up and he said, this is God's book and we should love this book. And he put this book like this and he just held it. And some people say, well, Dr. Jeremiah, that's idolatry. That's bibliolatry. That's worshiping the Bible. No, we don't worship the Bible. We love the Bible because it is in this book that we learn about Jesus Christ. And just as the men and women in the Yemi Yemi tribe came to know Christ and loved the Word of God that told them, we have come to know Christ and we love the Word of God as well. And if you have never let this book do its work in your life, show you who you are without Christ and who you can be with Him, I challenge you to read the Bible. Start in the book of John if you don't know where to start. And let God's Word wash over your soul, and it will truly transform your life. This is God's book. Mm. For 50 years I've been saying things like that. For 50 years I've been studying and preaching the Bible. I have no regrets, no uh, disappointments. In fact, every year that God gives me, to keep doing this, I keep finding new things that are so much a blessing to my own life, and I sense a blessing to others too. So let me encourage you to make the Bible your lifelong project. You'll be so encouraged that you've done it when you get to the end of the way. 
Now, friends, uh, tomorrow we begin our study of where do we go from here. Sheila Walsh and I are going to talk about it in an interview, usually one of the more popular things we do throughout the year. And the book is coming out on October the 5th. You can get it at the bookstores. But if you want to get in on the presale, you can order that from our website today and in the process download some, some incredible digital assets into your own uh, computer. Also want to remind you that we're coming to your area uh, in the next few days if you live in Tampa or Jacksonville or if you live in Texas in Houston or Dallas-Fort Worth. Those four places are the site of our our rallies for the fall. You can get tickets for these events by going to davidjeremiah.org slash tours. The tickets are free. You must have them. They will be delivered electronically to you. You will have them in hand when you come to the rally in your area. Once again, let me thank you for your faithfulness over the month of September. We're getting ready to launch one of the most important months in the in the year for Turning Point. I hope you'll pray with us as we release this new material into the body of Christ, into the stores, into the places where only books go and where people will hear and be confronted with the truth of God's Word. I am so thankful to be your teacher. Thank you for listening and supporting us. And we'll see you next time on this good station as we start a new month together with Where Do We Go From Here? Today's message originated from Shadow Mountain Community Church and Dr. David Jeremiah, the senior pastor. We'd love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. Write to Turning Point for God of Canada, P.O. Box 18098, Delta, B.C., V4L2M4. Visit our website at davidjeremiah.ca slash radio or call 800-946-4300. Ask for your copy of our 14-month calendar for 2022, Moving Toward Hope, filled with scriptures and images to encourage your walk. It's yours for a gift of any amount. You can also download the free Turning Point mobile app for your favorite smart devices or search in your app store for the keywords Turning Point Ministries to instantly access our content. Visit davidjeremiah.ca slash radio for details. This is David Michael Jeremiah. Join us tomorrow as we begin the series, Where Do We Go From Here? on Turning Point with Dr. David Jeremiah. Take the young ones in your life on an unforgettable journey that will get them excited about the Word of God with Airship Genesis Legendary Bible Adventures from Turning Point. Tune in to our monthly audio adventures and join the Genesis Exploration Squad as they travel back in time to experience the stories of the Bible firsthand and discover life-changing lessons. Also available is the Airship Genesis Kids Study Bible, packed with the biblical content specifically written for kids from trusted Bible teacher Dr. David Jeremiah. You can also download our Airship Genesis mobile game on your favorite smart device and play as your favorite characters in this puzzle adventure game as the squad experiences the life of Jesus firsthand. Just go to your app store and type the keywords Airship Genesis. For more details or to order a copy of the Airship Genesis Kids Study Bible, visit our website at airshipgenesis.com Bible. That's airshipgenesis.com Bible.
If you're looking to enhance your personal or group Bible study, look no further than the Jeremiah Bible Study Series. In each volume, Dr. David Jeremiah helps you understand what the Bible says and how to apply it. Along the way, you will gain insights into the text, identify key themes, and be challenged to apply the truth found in Scripture to your life. Get your copy today. Learn more at davidjeremiah.ca slash study. That's davidjeremiah.ca slash study. If you've enjoyed today's program with Dr. David Jeremiah, you might be interested in hearing it again at your convenience. Stay connected to Turning Point by visiting our website at davidjeremiah.ca or by downloading our free Canadian mobile app. The app can be found by searching for Turning Point Canada on your smart device app store. Create an account and order digital resources from today's program with easy one-click checkout at davidjeremiah.ca. 